0: I can make like ugly faces, I can like yell after some like really intense sets that I have that I just I would have never done at the gym ever.
1: Welcome to Part-Time Athletes, a podcast that interviews real people about their fitness journeys. That was Urgena S coming to us from her home in Tempe, Arizona. And this is your host, Brie Outside, recording from Mesa, Arizona. Regina has been on this podcast before, talking about her journey from office sloth to gym rat and personal trainer. In today's episode, she's going to talk about making the switch from working out in the gym and socially with other people to mostly working out at home and mostly by herself, and occasionally with her quarantine. So this episode has a lot of advice to either start a home workout program or maybe just some new ideas if you feel stuck in a rut. In this episode, Urgena also talks about meditation and this new meditation game that she started playing to help with her mental health during this difficult time. I do wanna provide two disclaimers. One, I forgot to ask Urgena not to swear. So there are maybe three or four swear words in this podcast. So if you have small children around, or you just personally don't want to hear that kind of language. It's just three or four words, but I did want to warn you in advance. And then, as always, if you choose to apply any advice or opinions from this podcast or its guests to your own life or anyone else's, uh, you do so at your own risk. With that said, let's get started, athletes. What was your workout like before... COVID and before gyms got closed and before we needed to practice social distancing? What, what did your workouts look like before?
0: For the most part, it was about maybe three or four times a week um, at the mountainside fitness facilities. Um, I actually really enjoyed being part of the gym. I love just the community around it. Kind of, You don't talk to anybody, but everybody's working out. So you feel like you have to work out. So generally, as long as I dragged my ass to the gym, I was able to like get a good workout in at least by looking at the people around me and seeing them put in the work. Um, I would do a lot of kind of strength training barbell based exercises because I I have uh, adjustable weights at home already. I've had them for a couple of years. And so I've always felt like if I went to the gym, I should probably do workouts there that I can't do at home. And funny enough, I never really worked out at home before, (laughs) because I just felt like I could never get in the right mindset. And I felt like I needed to be at the gym to feel like I could work out, and so when we first started this pandemic and the first like stay at home order hit, I'm like, Oh shit, how am I gonna deal with this? How am I gonna work out and I haven't thankfully over the last i would say year, I started really like letting go of like relying on fitness for my mental health in some way, um and I realized it was actually gonna be easy for me to not go to the gym anymore because on top of everything else I started kind of running. So we started training for you were doing a half marathon, I was doing a 10K. So I was kind of running consistently. I was going lifting maybe two to two to three times a week. And then as soon as the pandemic hit, it started getting also really hot in Arizona. So I wasn't running a lot. And also my knee can't really handle too much running. So when I do 10K I generally have to take like a few months break.
1: So now that you're working out more at home, how have your workouts changed? Because you don't have a lot of that uh, equipment that you would use at the gym or even the big heavy weights, right? She's you. I'll try and post some pictures on the website, but Regina is like a heavy lifter. She's- I, ha- I have been called the buffest Asian one has ever
0: seen before in the Walgreens while standing in line to get a prescription. So yes, I've claimed that.
1: You heard it from her, folks. The buffest Asian that random man has ever seen. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was really, it was really funny. I was like, I don't know if I should get offended or proud. I wasn't sure. I decided to have to do both. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually. So he was super lucky that I got uh, I got those Bowflex adjustable dumbbells, and they're pretty heavy. They go from two and a half pounds to fifty two and a half pounds each. And I got those back uh, in a day in Seattle when I thought I was going to be working out more at home. I never did. So those poor dumbbells have not been touched and like traveled between two different states and one, two, three, four different houses, and finally they're being used during the the pandemic. Um, I actually use um, now, I started using uh, an app called FitBod. So that's something uh, Gracie told me about a while back. Uh, She kind of that, hey, there's this really cool app, it kind of generates workouts for you. Uh, it keeps track of like your muscles and recovery and like asks you how many times a week you're going to work out and then adjust it based on that. And it really has a lot of cool features like telling you, um, allowing you to choose your body goal whether it's powerlifting, weightlifting, bodybuilding, or leaning out. Um, so I would choose one of those generally and work for a couple of months and then. Um, I used to actually write my own workouts when I was working at Mountainside. Um, I would either – because I had a lot of – I used to follow a lot of different guides, and at some point I also did um, virtual personal training with a woman who lives in California. And so I had a lot of, like, different workouts that I've already kind of have had um, for a long time. So I would just follow those, and I would make my own. And then during the pandemic, honestly – I just started losing motivation to write my own workouts. And sometimes I just wanted to like open my phone and have someone tell me exactly what to do. And that was why I decided to start doing Fitbod, And I still use it. I mean, I use it consistently two to three times a week. And I find that that's when I feel the best. I find that I usually, I like that the app gives me this like little pop-ups when I've hit a new record. And I actually recently just realized looking at, the data in the app is that I set more records when I work out twice a, twice a week versus three or four times a week. And I don't know, I mean, I, I, know, I know kind of why that is. I think you're giving yourself a really proper recovery time and when you're working out too much, it can actually hinder your performance um, and your improvements. Uh, but sometimes it's just so difficult to stay away from the gym. <laughs> so the best thing you can do is maybe lift two to three times a week and then do more, fun activities um like for example i usually ride my bike sometimes i do some like belly dancing or like zumba on youtube um and i've recently actually i know you asked me about working out with people so when i would go to the gym in mountainside i actually actually don't don't really enjoy working out at the gym with people because i feel like unless we follow exactly the same program it's really difficult Um, because we're gonna have to go around different parts of the gym and then kind of reconvene so I generally like like going by myself um, to the gym and like listening to music or podcasts. and then since the pandemic started I I've been starting to work out with I would have my friend who would come over in my backyard and we would wear masks and gloves and kind of use the same equipment and workouts just the two of us and usually at a good distance and that's been really fun Um, and he would usually follow the same workout I follow so it's kind of nice that we don't have to like figure out what exercises, who, who can use the weights, et cetera. Then I started working out on video with my boyfriend because he lives in Tucson. So we're kind of in a oh, kind of long distance relationship. I don't know if two and a half hours counts as, um, two and a half hour drive counts as long distance, but we...
1: It totally <laughs> counts.
0: <laughs> That's true. Well, I guess at this point, we we'll only see each other like once a month at most uh, since the start of the pandemic. Um, so him and I started working out virtually and the way we do it, we just, each one of us does our own workout, so I kind of do my own workout, I follow FitBot, and he does his own workout, and then, but we are kind of on video all the time, and just chatting in between resting sets and stuff, Um, because when you start lifting some, like, heavy weights, you really should be allowing between, like, one and a half to two minute recovery time between your sets, between your, yeah, between your sets, and That leaves a lot of time for just kind of sitting around and chatting. But it's funny because sometimes, generally, I can set my fitball workout to about 45 minutes and I'm done just around 45 minutes between like 43 to 45 minutes. And when I'm working out virtually with someone, we end up like talking and taking longer breaks. And usually it takes about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. But it's still fun, at least it's some other social activity. And for the most part, when I did work out with people virtually, we've always done just separate workouts and then just kind of talking to each other through those in between sets. Um, so that's been really fun. Uh, and I'm honestly realizing how much I don't miss gym anymore, mostly because I feel like there's such freedom in working out at home. Like I can make like ugly faces. I can like yell after some like really intense sets that I have that I just I would have never done at the gym ever. And it's so liberating. And I'm actually able to like lift more weights. I think part of it is like really there's this weird, I don't know. I mean, I've been working out at the gym for, I don't know, over seven years now, like lifting weights. And I still feel sometimes kind of uncomfortable just like with the way some people might like look at you as, as you lifting weights or I don't know, as you know, as,
1: especially as, as the buffest Asian, as ever. the buffest Asian
0: ever. Like if I'm like, if I'm like lifting and squatting next to a guy and I'm like squatting more than him, I get some weird looks sometimes, uh, which happens actually quite often. Like <laughs> there's a lot of men who don't do uh, like days as consistently as they should and then they give me dirty looks from their squad racks um, but, but yeah i just i think there's always kind of that self-consciousness about other people watching you one time i actually got a really nasty airdrop picture from someone who was like making fun of like making fun of me and i didn't i didn't know who that was and i did, like i didn't know how they knew that was me doing it but it was kind of like a very like gross like meme that's uh, about, super about the
1: creepy yeah. I don't even know if I would want to go back to the gym after that but I'm not yeah. anyone that knows her Jenna she's like a super extrovert confident I don't know if you would describe yourself that way but that's how you come off to everybody else
0: <laughs> I feel I feel that way I, I'm pretty aware <laughs> aware of that um but yeah I mean that that really just kind of shook me for a day because I'm like I don't know who did it somebody like felt and I didn't know my airdrop was turned on in the first place. So I know you can usually, so now I keep it off only, and only my contacts can send me pictures and things through airdrop. But yeah, I mean, and quite a few times, like people would, some guys would come over and try to like, talk to you while you're doing exercise, and you're obviously wearing headphones, you don't want someone talking to you. And it's just these little like micro interactions at the gym that I've kind of always dismissed, I think, but there's enough of them over the years that, now that I've been really consistently working out at home, I've realized like how much I love working out by myself now. Like if I think my next step would be to actually build out a kind of a bigger gym at home. And right now I have two adjustable dumbbells. I have a kettlebell and I have some like elastic bands and like yoga mat and foam rollers and things like that. But I really would love to get a barbell. I think that would be like my next step. And I think once I get the barbell, I'm probably not going to go to the gym anymore, even after a pandemic. But it took a pandemic to realize how much I loved working out by myself at home.
1: Yeah, those microaggressions are huge because actually I was just on Instagram earlier and one of the runners that I follow here in Arizona was complaining because a man honked at her or like started catcalling her while she was running. And that is like one of my absolute pet peeves. It makes me so angry because you're just trying to enjoy your workout, you're outside, you're in the zone, and then some jerk interrupts your workout to cat call you and to make himself feel like a big shot. Oh, he's the man! And she was like, "What is even going on in his head that he feels this is necessary? Or what does he think is gonna happen?" And then it just ruins your whole workout because you go from that focus in the zone or you're happy because you're outside to feeling like you have to suddenly watch your back and like worry about your safety. And it's like something that's always. On in the background, you're always, you know, I feel like women especially always have to look at what's going on around them, not just for cars, but to make sure they're not going to get attacked. Um, but when somebody does that, it just brings it from the background to the front of your brain. And it, uh, it's just a pet peeve. It's like the only place you really can't work out safely, I feel like, is at home. But running on a treadmill is no fun. Oh, no, I can't. I cannot run. I can do
0: 5K comfortably, 10K uncomfortably. But I run on a treadmill and I can't even do like a mile or two. It just—it's so boring. And I've actually seen on Instagram a lot of people are doing five Ks inside their little apartments. So they basically map out the route and they keep running inside their apartments for five K. Um, I've seen some people do that. One of our one of our like friends, she's been she's a big runner and she's been running at home. She like ran a couple of five Ks at home already. It's pretty it's pretty interesting I don't think I would I I think it's probably better than running on a treadmill but I don't want to like distress my roommate and my cats I think they're gonna they're just gonna lose it seeing me shuffle around the apartment for that long
1: yeah I think bear gets kind of upset my dog uh, when I start doing Zumba or some of my like burpees or anything like that she's kind of like what is happening do I need to leave the room and hide I don't know what you're doing <laughs> yeah, yeah. my
0: my cats are pretty funny like that, too. They usually would like come and try to like take up a space on a yoga mat when you're trying to do yoga. One time I had to take them, pick them up off of the dumbbells because I brought them inside the house and anything new in the house, they like immediately appropriate. (laughs) So I put in the dumbbells and both of them just started like sniffing it around, jumping on top of it. And I'm like, okay, guys, like I actually need to use it now. (laughs) Like you're not going to work out. So go away.
1: So for those looking to start a home workout program, I know I have some tips, um, like I love using the MindBody app to find free classes or like donation-based classes. And then um, I'll post on the blog some apps that I like to use or that I've tested out. Um, But what do you suggest for people looking to start a home workout routine, like new beginners, they don't know what they're doing, or maybe They've only gone to Planet Fitness and just used whatever random equipment.
0: I mean, you can do quite a lot of uh, workouts body weight, so I would say don't let the lack of equipment stop you in your, you know, pursuit of well being and and health. So something that like happened this past weekend, I guess last weekend, uh, my boyfriend came to town and he brought. Uh, he actually was a PE teacher. Uh, for a couple of years and he has this decks called fit decks and it's basically kind of playing card size uh, Decks fitness decks for different different types of varieties so that he has a abs core workout deck. He has um, Interval training like agility and quickness deck then he has a body weight deck um, And he has a yoga deck and so what you can do is you basically shuffle up the cards and then you pick up the cards And you can set a timer on your phone to do like 30 minutes on as an exercise and then 10 to 20 seconds off uh, to rest and so we did that twice over the weekend when he was here and it was actually really fun i think honestly for me if you've never done my suggestion is if you've never really done any programming or exercising and before and you don't want to think about like what to do you either should try to stick you know pick some pick one thing and try to stick with it like keep maybe pick uh an app which will generate workouts for you or join um 30 day fitness challenge on you on youtube so i've done a uh, 30 day yoga with adrienne i finished two of her challenges for 30 days during this quarantine because I, I kind of i get really tired of like every time trying to search for a new class or a new routine or a new video to watch and i usually find it really easy to just like take one thing and follow it. So like FitBot, I turn on my phone, I click on it and the workout is right there. I can start it immediately. Uh, 30 Day Yoga with Adrienne, I kind of just go from day one to 30 and I might not do yoga every day, but eventually I make it through the 30 days um, and finish it. Um, just think about like things that you just enjoy doing physically. Like for me, bike riding became really big in the beginning of quarantine because it was so nice outside and um, I actually entered the contest for um, Tempe Bicycle Action Group and I won I won like a little prize for posting the most and having the most rides and miles ridden. So that was pretty fun. Um, I feel like just setting kind of those challenges or something where you don't have to think about what you're going to do the next day is really helpful and that can help you build up the habits and then maybe eventually and then you can try out different things and um, but I find that a lot of people get really overwhelmed because there is so much stuff out there on workouts, workout routines, uh, how often you should do what. And it's it's quite frankly, like too overwhelming to even deal with for me. So I would say stick take one or two things and stick with them.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty solid advice. So on top of taking care of physical health uh, during not just the stressful time, but any time. Urjana has also been playing this really interesting uh, mindfulness game. And so mindfulness is also kind of a big thing right now. So why don't you, I haven't played the game and I also haven't been able to watch you stream it. She's streaming it on Twitch if you'd like to check it out before you download it. Um, But go ahead and tell us about it.
0: Yeah, I started playing this meditation game called Plain, P-L-A-Y-N-E. And I found actually found out about it actually through Facebook. Uh, it was one of the Facebook ads. For once, the Facebook ad was actually useful in my life. So I found it um, through the app. I looked into it and it seemed very cool and very interesting. Like So imagine if you've ever played The Witcher. It's like the scenery of The Witcher with like beautiful nature. Um, Animal Crossing, where you kind of are on the island and building your own island to make it look nice. And uh, Minecraft, where you're kind of, you have your own, you have a freedom to make your own things or things that are choose what you're going to build and where. Um, and in some way, I keep comparing this game to like Pokemon Go, but for meditation and wellness, because in, like in Pokemon Go, you have to walk to, crack, to like hatch the eggs and um, get some other rewards. And in this game, you have to meditate. And the game actually offers you, I would say, I think seven different meditation types for all sorts of different things. There's meditations for relaxation and calm. There's meditation for focus. There's meditation for kind of getting rid of like bad thought patterns and things like that.
1: So how does the play work? So do you just close your eyes and it like starts telling you stuff? So one of the,
0: yeah, there's actually a couple of different ways. Um, one, what you're describing is kind of just simple guided meditations. So, on screen, it will have this bubble which will grow and shrink, and you're supposed to follow this with your breath. And eventually, it tells you to close your eyes and it'll guide you through. And then you can set up how long the meditation will be, what, what is your bell at the end that will ring. Um, then there's another type of meditation that is all about catching your thoughts. Um, and so, what you do is you do end up closing your eyes, but then your finger, your hand is on your trackpad or in the space bar on your computer. And as the thoughts come up, you start clicking like each time. So you kind of click, acknowledge the thought, move on. So that's kind of what meditation is all about is really being able to observe the thoughts that you have and being able to come kind of come back. And it's in some way, meditation is like weightlifting, but for your brain. I mean, that's the best I can describe it is you, every time your mind wanders off and you bring it back, imagine that's like one more rep of an exercise that you're doing and that eventually helps you really to focus in other areas of your life, like in general. And it's been really fun because I've been meditating for many years and I went through so many apps. I've used Headspace before in this funny Headspace. I managed to get a 365 day streak. So I meditated every day on Headspace app for a full year. And as soon as I reached the streak, I stopped meditating. (laughs) It's kind of weird because I felt like there was nothing else to draw me back to the, back to the app in a way so then i switched to inside meditation timer and that one is very interesting i actually still enjoy it from time to time because it has a lot of different guided meditations from different teachers so if you like a teacher you can follow them and um, you can just do that as well so it's also free and at some point i also took a meditation class that taught you how to meditate on your own completely and it is by ziva mind um, the woman who founded the company. Her name is Emily Fletcher. She actually was a mindfulness meditation expert and she would go and teach meditation in places like Google and like all around Silicon Valley um, to help people with kind of productivity, I guess, which is, I don't know, I think it's kind of defeats the point sometimes, (laughs) Uh, trying to just be more productive instead of really slowing down and being mindful. And this game playing i started playing it and i don't know i mean i don't really care that much about the streak but i love coming back to the game and seeing how the game progresses like it's really cool because you start out with like nothing on this island and then eventually as you're meditating you're unlocking flowers you're unlocking trees you're unlocking birds you're unlocking animals like just you're building out this whole like little um little ecosystem and there's actually a storyline that you also follow and you unlock strat um, each time and just so relaxing because as you're meditating you can either look I either do it near the water so you can hear the waves you can do it next to the creek you can do it next to the your fireplace so you can fire fire pit so you can kind of hear the fire crackling and the wind and I really just adore I don't think I've ever enjoyed a meditation app any, or a game any more than this one. And where you know, can
1: people find the game?
0: Uh, so you can just go to plane.co, plane.co, so P-L-A-Y-N-E dot C-O, and that's the official website, but you can also just search for it on Steam, on the Windows um, uh, on the Windows machine, because currently... I'm actually helping the developer developer playtest this game on Mac, so he's still working out some of the uh, kinks in it. And I'm actually that's what I'm playing now when I'm streaming on Twitch.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I want to mention for listeners that Urge- he's not paying Regina. Um, she's oh, yeah, just like volunteering her time because she's really into this game. I, She's not getting anything from you going to check out the game. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, <laughs> She's
0: just upset. I know. It's 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 funny because I so quickly went from like I fell in love with the game. I joined Discord channel for the game and I just started chatting with I literally just sent him a message saying like your game is absolutely amazing. Like I love it. Just want to tell you that. And then he opened up uh he asked everybody if anyone has a Mac and wanted to play test and I told him I will and then I pointed him to my meditation channel so he's actually joined the developer himself joined a couple of my meditation um, Twitch sessions also and now he added me as a moderator for the Reddit for the game as well and I'm like whoa 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 <laughs> this is maybe happening all too fast but I'm, I'm just honestly happy to help him because I feel like there needs to be more games like that out there and meditation and mindfulness really can help us get through this very difficult time right now
1: All right, athletes, that's all the time we have for today's episode. If you're interested in checking out Urgena's Twitch channel, where she's playing the meditation game Plane, her username is, I'm going to butcher this, Chebryatka, it's C-H-E-B-U-R-Y-A-T-K-A. And I will definitely just be putting a link to that in the episode description. So just look for that link if you're interested. Definitely check out her channel if you're interested in the game. She will be streaming it regularly. So I want to say thanks again to Urgena for agreeing to be on the show. I really appreciate you taking some time to do this. And then I definitely want to say thanks to you, the listener, for listening to this episode. We have some really exciting episodes coming up, so I hope you keep tuning in every week. We're going to be interviewing a triathlete who's going to talk about her first half Ironman. And we're going to talk to Aisha McGowan, the first female African-American pro road cyclist. Kind of a mouthful. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be talking to her, which is amazing and super exciting. And then we're also going to be talking to a ballerina. i have got an interview scheduled, so I haven't done that one yet but it uh, seems like it's going to happen and I'm really excited to talk to her because dance is definitely athletic. So if you're a dancer and you're listening, I wouldn't mind talking to you too. So anyone that's interested in talking about their personal fitness journey on this podcast, uh, go to freeoutside.com. I have a contact form, give me a little bit of background information about you and your journey. And I'll reach back out to you and see if you think it's going to be a good fit for the show and also just if our schedules match up because, you know, you might be recording from another state. I hope you tune in next week and enjoy the rest of your week.